In terms of return on investment, an American company called VentureBeat did some research and found that the ROI on email topped the ROI on any of these other marketing channels, TV, radio, social media, video, display advertising, paid search, and affiliate marketing. Email marketing comes out top compared to all of those. Welcome back to the Audience Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Hutchison, and today we'll be talking all about email marketing. The reason I'm so passionate about email marketing is that with an email list, you have real estate that you own compared to renting land from the big social media giants. It's a true business asset. And in today's episode, we're going to dig into some stats around why email marketing needs to be a priority for your business in 2022 and well beyond. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Audience Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Hutchison, and I'm so grateful that you're here. Now, audience growth can feel overwhelming. I'm well aware of this. So what I'm going to focus on today is one thing. And that's what I encourage you to do as you try and grow your audience. Pick one activity to focus on at a time. And then once you've had success with that, you can use those learnings to move on to the next one. Don't try and do everything at the same time and make sure that you're monitoring what's working and what's not by digging into your insights and your analytics and paying attention to what your customers are telling you that they're enjoying. So today we are going to talk about email marketing, something that I'm really passionate about, all the more so because we are in 2022 and believe it or not, people are starting to go off social media. There's a rising tide of people who are keen to spend time away from social platforms. And that's just one reason why I love email marketing. Some of the other reasons are that when you're growing an email list, you are doing the equivalent of buying real estate versus renting land. And what I mean by that is as you grow your list, that is a resource that your business owns. That has an inherent value for your business. Your social media platforms, unfortunately, are not owned by you and can be removed. You can be banned. You can have them shut down by the people who do own those platforms and not necessarily because you've done anything wrong. So there's a lack of control there that email marketing does not suffer from. As well as that, email marketing consistently offers the best return on investment. And we'll go into more details about that. And also it enables you to build stronger connections with your audience where the decisions are being made. So in their inboxes, we're not scrolling through our inboxes very often at all, unless we're looking for a specific email. In the same way that we are on social media, we're perhaps not even paying much attention as we scroll on social media and it's very, very easy to miss things. We are paying more attention when something comes into our inbox and we are more likely to make decisions based on what we find there. And that's not just me thinking that or making a casual observation. There has been research done on this. So in terms of return on investment, An American company called VentureBeat did some research and found that the ROI on email topped 
the ROI on any of these other marketing channels. TV, radio, social media, video, display advertising, paid search, and affiliate marketing. Email marketing comes out top compared to all of those. There's also a huge benefit in terms of customer acquisition. So people actually spending money with your business. And again, there's been research done on this, this time by McKinsey, who found that it's 40 times easier to acquire a customer via email marketing than it is via Facebook and Twitter combined. So I think that's a pretty compelling reason to try out email marketing or to try harder at email marketing if you're already using it in your business. Hopefully by now you've been persuaded and you might be thinking, great, I'm on board. How do I start growing that email list of mine? So I'm going to go through some ideas with you. And this is a bit of a list. So you might want to get a pen and paper or open up your notes app in your phone and we will go through them at pace. So first of all, a great way to grow your email list is to give away something for free. So whether you are delivering a free workshop or you are an online business and you have a PDF that you would like to give away, maybe you are a product-based business and you have a sample that you could offer to people or a discount for their first purchase or indeed any purchase. I know that one of my clients does that 10% off for life if you join her email list. Basically, you need to get the word out there, don't you? And a great way to do that is via a freebie. So at the moment in my business, I have three different PDFs that we host on my website and we'll link to them in the show notes. And those are providing valuable information for people who are looking to grow their audience without spending money on ads. And they were relatively easy to put together. We designed them up in Canva and we host them on the website and they deliver a regular stream of new subscribers to my email list every single day. So that's a really simple example is a PDF. You could also provide a checklist. So have a think about what are the top problems that your customers want to solve and then give them some answers. Maybe you design websites and they want to know how many photographs they should put on the homepage or indeed how many photographs they should put on every page, how much copy should be on a blog post or on a homepage. These are all things that you can tick off on a checklist and you can give them that information. One of my clients at the moment is a harpist and she plays the harp for corporate events, amongst other things. And she's creating an audio file right now of beautiful, chilled out harp music for people to download when they sign up to her email list. I love that idea because it takes two boxes. It gets people onto her email list with a really valuable thing that she's giving away for free. And also it gives them a fantastic sample of her work so that she is going to stay front of mind every single time they listen to that audio file. So I love that idea. Maybe you've created a report. This is a really valuable piece of content that you could create, like a white paper or a report on the state of your industry. So for example, maybe we want to dig into what life is like as a woman running her own business in the UK in 2022. That type of information would be really valuable for people to download. So that could be turned into a report. How about some free templates? Perfect for a designer who is looking to attract new clients. You could offer, say, five free templates to be uploaded into Canva and used for social media posts. A great way for people to understand how to work with you and to see how beautiful your design work is. 
Maybe you're a photographer and you want to give away some free images like stock photography for people to use royalty free. That would be a great thing to give away as a freebie in that scenario. Maybe you have interviewed somebody in your niche. I know that one of my clients, she organizes races and she has a YouTube channel and she interviews lots of top sports people and gets a good audience on there of people interested in the fitness industry and competitive sport. Maybe there's an email series. Maybe you're a copywriter and you know that the biggest problem that your audience suffers from is trying to craft email sequences. Loads of people struggle with that. So maybe you could give away a little nurture sequence, a series of emails that people can just copy, paste and edit to be suitable for their businesses. Something that I've done in the past to grow my audience that worked really well, grew my email list and it also grew my Facebook group, has been to run a free challenge. Now, this worked particularly well during the pandemic because people were at home with not much to do and increasingly spending hours of time online every single day. So I hosted a couple of free challenges in 2021. And yes, it's a lot of work, but the rewards are higher. And I guess it's like any kind of marketing or it's like anything in business or in life probably is the more that you put in, the more you get back. So I ran these challenges. They were an investment, both of time and of money, but they yielded great results. And I met some fantastic people who joined my audience through those challenges as well. Maybe that's something you want to consider for yourself. Maybe you're thinking about writing a book. I've got a few friends and people in my audience who are writing books at the moment, and you could give away the first few pages or the first chapter of your book as a freebie to get people interested. And then you've got a list of people that you could promote your book to when the time comes and you've finished writing the entire thing and they're ready to buy. And then, of course, we have the fail-safe exclusive offers and discounts. Everybody who is signed up to my email list will always hear about my offerings first and will always get the best price. And I really recommend that as an approach because it helps to not only build your list of people who want those good prices, but it also helps to foster a feeling of community. They feel valued because you are giving them something that is not available to everybody. So you're helping them to feel special and you're doing special things for them. So it's a real positive. So next step, you've created your freebie. And what do you do now? How do you get the word out there? Because with marketing, it is never a case of build it and they shall come, unfortunately. It's build it, tell them, tell them again, and tell them some more. So you are going to need to tell people about these great freebies that you've created or these challenges that you're running or these samples that you're giving away. So where can you gather new signups? You can have a sign up button on your Facebook page. And this is what I mean by focusing on one thing at one time. Maybe you want people to buy a certain product and you might be tempted to have the book a call button or the buy button on your Facebook page. But actually, if your goal is to grow your audience, and I highly recommend that you focus on growing your audience in one place at one time. So you're starting with your email list, let's say, for example, then it's really important to make sure that you are driving people to your email list all the time and you're not driving them all over the place because then you can't really judge whether your activity is working or not. You want to be really consistent and asking them to do one thing, which is to sign up to your list in lots of different places. So. You can have a sign up to your list on the Facebook page. 
You can share it on your Instagram bio. You can share the sign up link now. Everybody, you don't need to have 10,000 followers in your Instagram stories. If you're writing blog posts, whether it's for your own website or for somebody else, then I really encourage you to share the sign up link in a few different places throughout your blog post as a call to action. You can also share your link to your freebie in other people's communities. So let's say you're a member of a monthly membership and they send out a newsletter. Ask for your freebie to be featured in there because there will no doubt be some crossover in your two audiences and leveraging somebody else's audience like that is a fantastic way to grow your own. You can also share it in regular Facebook groups that are free where your ideal customers are hanging out. And if you're going to do that, then I strongly encourage you to go into those groups and do some engagement and not just be that person who's going in spamming, kind of using the group without giving anything back and expecting people to sign up to your list that way. It's much better to try and build relationships first. So to comment on people's posts, to start having conversations, spend time in the groups where you genuinely enjoy hanging out get to know the people in there. And then if you think that your freebie is something that's going to appeal to them, then you can share it either as a main post if you're allowed, if the group rules allow that, or on a thread where somebody's asking for support or advice. You can share it on there. You can also share and opt into your freebie on the homepage of your website. And I would really recommend that so that it's something that people see immediately when they land on your site. And you might want to consider a website pop-up. Now, I know that these are sometimes a cause of conflict. Some people feel that they want pop-ups. Some people feel that they can't stand pop-ups. But the fact remains that pop-ups do drive 40% more signups to your email list. So they are definitely worth considering. And if you're going to online events, let's say you're attending a workshop or you are at a networking event, if appropriate, And if you've got permission, then you might want to share the link to your email list in the chat during those events. You might want to have a permanent hello bar across the top of your website, as well as the pop-up and as well as the sign-up link further down the page. Or you might want to have it in the footer on your website so that it's permanently there and easy for people to find. Whenever you're going live on your social media channels, don't forget to mention that you have an email list, what the benefits are for people signing up to it, and how they can do exactly that. Maybe you have your own podcast, or maybe you're being interviewed on somebody else's podcast. Always ask for the sign-up link to your email list to be shared in the show notes after your interview. And this is something that we're working on at the moment in my business, is a new quiz. I had a quiz a few years ago. It wasn't that successful. I think it was because I wasn't 100% sure on the results that I wanted, whereas now we are really laser focused on the results that we want in the business. So we've spent time creating a new quiz and it's live right now on my website. And we'll link to that in the show notes. A quiz is a fantastic way to get more people to sign up to your email list because we're all kind of nosy. We're all quite self-centered as humans. We want to know more about ourselves. And if you're designing a quiz that helps people to find out more about themselves, then that's something that they're going to be really interested in. And you're also providing value and you can let your personality come across in the questions that you choose, in the answers that you provide. And it's a great way to help people get to know you better as they sign up to join your email list. Now, once you've got people on your list, 
it's really important to make sure that they are opening your emails. And this is a massive topic that I'll go into definitely in another future episode. But in terms of how you're adding people to your list, it's been shown by the DMA, the Direct Marketing Association, that using email segmentation, so creating segmented email campaigns, will deliver results that are 760% better than using a one-size-fits-all email campaign. So let me give you a quick definition of what email segmentation is. It's dividing your email marketing subscribers into smaller groups based on specific criteria. So it allows you to send more relevant content, essentially. And the more relevant your emails are, the more likely your audience are to continue engaging and continue opening your emails. Another way to get better results with your email marketing is to personalize those emails. And a study done by Experian showed that personalized emails, if you use somebody's name in the subject line, they are 29% more likely to open it than if you don't. I highly recommend that you do that going forward. So I've shared loads of different facts and figures, and we've gone through the three stages of why you should grow an email list, how to grow an email list, and how to make sure that people keep opening your emails once they are on your list. Email marketing is definitely one of the topics that hopefully you can tell I'm pretty passionate about, and it's something that we're going to dive into deeper as the podcast goes on. So I look forward to seeing you on a future episode. And please do check in and let me know how you're getting on with your email list growth. And if you're not already on my email list, then don't forget to check the show notes and decide which one of the freebies you would like to sign up to in order to join my list. And then you can have a look and see how you're nurtured before you end up on my full list and receive my weekly newsletter. So I look forward to seeing you there. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope that I've convinced you of just some of the reasons why email marketing needs to be a priority for your business today. On the next episode of the Audience Growth Podcast, I'm delighted to welcome our very first guest to the show. And unusually for this podcast, I won't be interviewing a business owner, nor a female founder, but someone who has definitely earned his marketing stripes throughout his career. Gavin Quirk has risen through the ranks across creative roles spanning marketing, operations, business development, and sales, always with a consistent focus on enhancing consumer experience. Having started out at Diageo, followed by Disney, Gavin is now based out of LA, where he is currently Head of Asset Operations, Global Creative Production at Netflix. Expect some excellent advice and fun stories from Gavin on our next episode. See you then.